Would you run through what we can see here, please? Detective Sergeant Harris says as he pulls his chair up to the table and stares at the wall of monitors in the windowless room. Wesley, the supermarket's on-duty security guard, quickly swipes the back of his hand over his forehead, then leans forward. He reaches across the table and points at the images on the first screen, revealing a damp patch beneath the armpit of his white short-sleeved shirt. A group of male teenagers enter, obscuring clear observation of the, um, female in the blue coat, who's just visible and... Oh, the actual colours of their clothing here aren't necessarily accurate, Simon Tyne, the manager of the store, butts in. When used for these purposes, we have to inform you of that. Uh, we only use colours to facilitate identification on the CCTV, but they might appear differently in real life. Okay, thank you, that's helpful, D.S. Harris says, scribbling in his notebook. Carry on, Wesley. There's possibly a child walking behind, but it's difficult to confirm that because of the large group of males obscuring the view. Wesley takes a deep breath, then skips the footage ahead a few frames. The detective asks him to stop and go back. This female, seen standing beside the vegetable aisle, picking apples, may well be a witness. We'll need to speak with her, D.S. Harris says. He turns to Simon. Can you have her brought to the staff room, please? Yes, will do. Simon gives Wesley a tight smile before backing out of the security room, leaving him alone with the detective. Are you the only security on duty? D.S. Harris asks. No, but my colleague was on his break at the time. He avoids eye contact with the detective and resumes playing the CCTV. That must be you then. Harris points to the screen, at the man in the white, short-sleeved shirt and black trousers. Assuming the colours are correct, he adds wryly. Wesley gives a silent nod. So, she's talking to you here. Well, not exactly talking. As such. What then? I don't recall, if I'm honest. D.S. Harris frowns. Right, he says, making another note in his book. Wesley stretches his back, a cracking noise sounding, then runs his hand over his cropped black hair as he side-eyes the detective. The group of males there, Harris says, pointing. They're the same ones that were at the entrance too? Yeah, I guess. Wesley shrugs, then seeing the detective's expression, adds, They appear to be the same group, yes. D.S. Harris lets out a long hiss of air, frustration beginning to show. Are there any other angles? Because those lads are partially obscuring the scene here, and this is a critical moment. No, sorry, that's it in this aisle. And they'd left the supermarket before it was locked down. Great. He shakes his head. No one monitors these cameras live? No, usually only look at it if something's happened, or we suspect someone of shoplifting. Okay, what's next? 
Wesley plays the footage, and they both watch as one witness stops to speak with a member of staff as the female in question rounds the corner, her back to the camera. Now she's in aisle two, Wesley says. His attention shifts to another screen on the wall. And you're where? D.S. Harris says. Uh, Wesley screws up his face. I must have gone back towards the desk, close to the entrance. And you didn't see the girl? Wesley scratches the stubble along his square jawline, then gives a cough before answering. No, sir. 